0: To Hanna Green, the number two bus was the lifeblood of the city, belching oily fumes as it rumbled along the narrow streets of the inner city. On Ottawa's transit planning chart, it was supposed to provide a link between two major shopping malls, the Rideau Center at the heart of downtown, and the Bayshore Shopping Center in the west. But it was the wacky journey in between that Hanna loved, first passing the gingerbread Victorian Renaults of Centertown, "'then the spice-laden clamor of Chinatown "'and the thrift shop of Hintonburg, "'before it skulked like a smelly, overweight bag lady "'into the trendy kitsch of Westboro. "'On Monday night, the weather was working itself up "'into one mother of a snowstorm, adding to the fun.' Hannah loved watching the people as they clambered aboard in a swirl of snow, juggling Christmas shopping bags and yanking their mittens off with their teeth so they could fish into their pockets for change or a bus pass. She loved reading the clues they gave away, a weird habit she'd probably gotten from her father, the big-shot detective. The student with a $300 Gore-Tex jacket and the swagger in his step would probably get off in Westboro, or worse, in her own neighborhood of Highland Park just to the west of it. The old Chinese lady wearing a long woolen coat, a thousand mismatched scarves, and a huge brown vinyl sack was going shopping at the Asian grocery store, and the teenage mother with the neon green ski jacket would wrestle her second-hand stroller and her sleeping baby down the steps into a snowbank outside the St. Vincent de Paul thrift store. Sometimes the people surprised her, Sometimes the tall, classy African family would not get off at the Ethiopian restaurant, but at the library nearby. Sometimes the boozy trio of loudmouths whom she had pegged for the royal oak would head off instead to the stone church that hogged an entire block among the funky old stores of Hindenburg. And sometimes, like the young woman who flopped down in the seat across from her, they confounded her. The woman had boarded the bus at the corner of Bank and Laurier streets, in the middle of the business district. She looked like a fashion natural. Long, tumbling hair, a shade of burnt red that you couldn't buy in a bottle. Perfect nail was buffed to a natural shine. No makeup, but with cheap bones like that, who needed it? Hanna would have guessed high-end civil servant, except that it was 8.30 in the evening too late for even the keenest government workers, and the woman was dressed in skinny jeans, high boots, and a red suede jacket with an awesome beadwork around the hood and hem. She was put together like a woman who knew what she was doing and had the money to do it. But her expression suggested a different story. She leaped aboard, wide eyed and jumpy, like someone high on coke. Her fingers didn't work. She couldn't open her purse, couldn't pick up change. Hannah had been there enough times to recognize the signs. Even when the woman yanked her leather gloves off with her teeth, she took forever to snag the toonie at the bottom of her purse, and then it flew from her fingers and skittered across the floor. Oh, fuckety fuck shit, she wailed, shocking even Hanna, who said much worse herself before she even got out of bed in the morning. The suede jacket and the high boots went better with the ladylike, oh, poo, a dozen fingers groped on the floor to retrieve the coin for her, but among them, Hannah noticed only the woman's. There was a rock the size of Gibraltar on her fourth finger that caught every ray of feeble lighting inside the bus. She looked at the woman again. As rich as she might be, she had obviously snagged someone way richer. So why did she look like she just witnessed the end of the world?' Having finally plunked the money in the slot and picked up her transfer, the woman stumbled over a stroller, two backpacks, and a walker in the aisle, not seeming to see them as she headed for the one empty seat on the bus across from Hannah. She flounced down, flipped back her snowy hood, and shook her hair loose. Long auburn curls flew past Hannah's face. She seemed to be trying to get herself together. She took a deep breath, shut her eyes, and pressed her fingers to her temples. The drama over, Hana turned her attention to the next challenge. Where would the woman get off? Not too far west, or she would have taken the transitway bus. If you wanted to get anywhere in this weather and you didn't want the grime and ejection of the masses sticking to your soul, you took the rapid transitway,